capturing the world. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is David Carmichael II. And before we get into our new episode, I want to tell you about my brand, Capture the World. Capture the World is a black-owned streetwear brand from Hampton, Virginia. Capture the World represents the young generation of creatives around the world. Next up are Millennials and Generation Z. What is a creative? A creative can be described as an individual that sees the world differently from everyone else. A creative can be looked at as a leader or a person that influences people with their gifts and talents. A creative uses their gift from God, not for money and fame, but for the greater good of the world. A creative thinks outside of the box and brings innovation in the world. Anyone from the young generation can be considered creative and capture the world, but those people that are ambitious, passionate, and have perseverance are the only ones that can bring their gifts and talents into fruition and capture the world. Are you a creative? Do you want to capture the world? Capture World Apparel plans to provide the highest quality, high fashion, and give a unique look. You can visit our website at www.CaptureTheWorldApparel.com. The world is yours. Capture it. This episode was recorded on November 28th, 2020. Hope you enjoy. What's going on guys this is your host david carmichael the and i am back with another great episode of the caption the world podcast i have another great special guest before i introduce her though i wanted to give a shout out to all of my spotify listeners apple podcast listeners and youtube listeners um thank y'all for continuing to rock with the show so far and um yeah introducing our special guest her name is tanya terry um she is an author that resides in charlotte north carolina um, she has a children's book called um, You Are Love, which is a book for love and support for, for young children. Um, Tanya, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Thank you for having me. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I can't complain at all. Um, how was your uh, Thanksgiving so far? It was good. You know, um, so I do live in Charlotte, but my parents are in um, the Richmond, Virginia area. So I came, I'm actually in Virginia now. <laughs> hanging out with them and my brother and sister-in-law and my nephews so um yeah i'm just thankful i'm thankful for being able to to be down here and spend some time with them during this holiday that's awesome that's awesome um so when do you plan on going back home or how long do you plan on staying out staying where you right now uh good question so um, I actually might be here through Christmas I have uh, my brother and sister-in-law expecting their second child. Okay. Um, my niece that's supposed to be born on January 3rd. So she might come early. We don't know. Um, so I might just kind of stick around, um, kind of help them out, be here for that. Um, I might go back to Charlotte at one point, but also I'm just trying to lay low too because COVID is real out here in these streets, you know? Yeah, um, definitely is. Make sure we all careful. Right. I did get a COVID test before I came home. So, not, you know, just making sure everything's all good. Well, that's good. You're being responsible. Um, that's that's awesome yeah because you know they've been saying you know um keeping the family gatherings um you know at a low amount of people and everything i was with my mom it was just me and my mom both my brothers and my sister so that way it was just us us at the crib we went to my mom's house and we cooked and she my mom cooked but yeah man it's, it's, been, it's been a crazy year man i don't it know what to think of it crazy crazy year and I, you know i'm i'm wondering they're saying like oh 
they were discouraging people from getting together during the holidays. <clears throat> but I know people were still probably doing that. But the the weather was just like warm here. So hopefully people were, if they did have big gatherings, they were outside um, or were extra careful. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, the year is almost over with. But it's like, you know, some you know, we always look at the new year as like a new beginning, but this stuff is still gonna be here in twenty twenty one. So it's like, you know, what do we got to look forward to? You know, it's gotta pray and hopefully it will, you know, calm down soon. But um Right. Yeah, it is what it is right now. Um, but yeah, so you know, I know we just talked about, you know, you have a book. Um, but before we get into that, um just give me a you know, a background about your upbringing. And, you know, what kind of led you to do what you're doing right now? Yeah, so I, I grew up um, in Virginia, actually Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, okay. My parents moved to the Richmond area around my high school years, but grew up in the church, uh, was in church all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wednesday, Bible study, Sunday, all day. <laughs> right, right. Um, but we had a good time, you know, it was a community, um, had really good friends that came out of um the church and just, you know, my friends in the neighborhood. Um, so I, you know, my family's very close. Um, I just have a younger brother. That's, he's four years younger than me. Um, but then our extended family is huge. Um, you know, my mom is one of like seven and my dad, uh, you know, he has a fairly large family too. So, and then our extended family goes even beyond that. So lots of cousins, aunts, uncles. Um, so we're all very close on both sides. Um, family is just very important to me. Um, and they, they made sure that my parents, including my extended family, just made sure that I, um, was encouraged and supported growing up. Um, and that just helped me as I developed, um, you know, as I developed in school, just even when I graduated from school, um, when I finished college, I moved to Boston and I moved up there, didn't know anybody, <laughs> um, just kind of started off on my own. But I feel like, again, that, that love and support helped push me outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to go up there and, again, get connected with really good you know, people and make good friends and stayed up there for like four, four and a half years. And then I moved to Pittsburgh um, and stay there for like four and a half years. And then that's when I ended up in, in, um, in Charlotte. So my, um, my, my job actually was, you know, moved me around to those different areas, but at all of those areas, I just experienced great friendships that I have to this day. Um, experiences that, you know, helped me learn a lot about myself. Um, but just in all of that, I just, again, I think people and I need, you know, need to realize we're loved out here, um, especially as a black woman, um, especially as a young black woman, you know, you know, growing up, uh, we need to hear those messages of support and love. I definitely feel you on that. And um, when you was in these different cities, did you say you went to school out there or you just doing different things in each city? So I went to school in Virginia, I went to University of Virginia. And then um, I, when I graduated at my job, the corporate job that I worked for, moved me up to Boston and then, that's moved me to Pittsburgh and then to Charlotte. So right. my job is the one that moved me around to the, the different areas. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's what's up. And you, and you say you do what again um, currently? 
So I'm a sales manager for um, a private consumer product goods um, company that's based out of Boston, actually. So, um, okay. so yeah, I work from home in Charlotte and travel for like client meetings and stuff like that. Okay, that's cool. So how how you like it so far? How long have you been doing that? So um, I've been with this particular company for about three years. Um, but before that, I was with the company, um, um, a larger uh, uh, public company that for 15 years. And I mean, I did several jobs within that company. Um, and that, you know, they moved me around a lot. And it was a great company to work for. But when I was in Charlotte, I kind of decided to take a turn and, and go to a smaller company and um, just explore that. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so, okay. Throughout all this, this happened and you, you know, you say you moved to different cities, you went to Boston, now you're in Charlotte and, um, you, you just told me how, you know, who you work for now. So out of all this stuff, you decided you wanted to write a book. So like, how did that happen? Like what made you even decide to do that? Like, how did that come about? I know, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, Outside of my like corporate job, I do love working with children. So, you know, it started actually, um, you know, just working with the youth in the church. But then also um, I started something pretty consistent um, was working at the children's hospital. And I actually started doing that when I was living in Pittsburgh. And then when I moved to Charlotte, um, you know, I still obviously work for the children's hospital here. Mm. Um, Obviously with COVID, it's been um, on pause, but uh, that really just, um, that is like one of my favorite things, um, to do just, I mean, a lot of it is working with like the babies, just kind of holding the children, playing with the older children, um, kind of helping them forget about why they're in the hospital, just make them feel comfortable. So it's really just, I, I love, love doing that. And so some other programs that I worked outside of my job and even with my job, I mean, I've done stuff where my job supported, um, different programs that I've, you know, I've asked them to do um, involving children. We've done like back to school drives. Um, We've had like um, career days in the office um, for some of the older kids. So um, yeah, I really enjoy working with children. I I have a young nephew. He's only two years old. Love, love him to death. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought about, okay, am I going to continue this corporate journey and just do, you know, work with children um, and continue in the capacity that I'm in, or do I do it full time? I, I had no idea. I, I just know I like working with children. So I had a, I had a dream that I wrote a children's book. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what, and again, I didn't going back. I didn't know what capacity I was going to continue to work with children, but I was open to it. And so, right. um, yeah, I had a dream that I wrote a children's book, um, actually several different ideas about, what you know what the topics would be um you know came to me um also the person that i work with as far as the uh publishing company and actually knew her from um growing up Uh, we actually went to the same church together when we were younger and then several years ago her and her brother started a a publishing company so i reached out to her and was like hey I, i had this dream i i've never done this before but i feel there's a message and i need to to get it out there and so we kind of walked through the process and here we are <laughs> so um and it's funny because um my mom was telling me that you know 
and I remember this too, but like my teachers would always say, um, comment to her about how I was a good writer um, on a lot of my papers, even when I was younger, but then in high school and then um, I got, you know, some comments uh, from professors in college. But my mom had <laughs> my very first book that I wrote when I was younger, <laughs> okay. well, you know, when you're younger, you make your books right, and right. Uh, did the cover, you know, made the covers and and all of that. So right. she still has it. It's called "If I Had a Puppy." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? This is thinking back on it. This isn't the first time I've you know, yeah, you know, written this. something. It's the right. first time I actually put it out there as far as publishing it. But right. I've definitely, you know, from a young age, have just wrote little books here and there and then I journal a lot as well so <laughs> that's kind of how I came about this and I think you know it's the the book is the book is called you are loved and again it's it's aimed at just encouraging and empowering young children especially little girls especially black and brown girls um and it's written in the form of a poem so um it's a short story but it's I think it's impactful and it touches on um a lot of things that you know we'll kind of get into here but i'm excited about it um i feel it's a positive message that's needed out here for our young children so that's yeah. awesome that's awesome now i also read that you know you said your family was you know the main inspiration behind you writing this book i know you you know you talked a little bit about that earlier um so, like, why do you think it's so important to have a good family structure? And I know you mentioned, like, how your family, the, your family structure has helped you to become the woman you are today. So, like, you know, why do you feel like that's so important in today's um, times? Yeah, I think there's so, especially for young children, I mean, I feel like there's so many um, voices that um, are they're influenced by, you know, social media, friends in school, um, bullies in school. There's so many other avenues that are telling them messages that aren't positive. So, um, and, and to be honest, sometimes that even comes from the family. But again, I think that when we talk about your love, and, and I, I talked about this was, you know, the support that I received from my family was, was key, but family structure is now day look very different. I mean, um, you know, somebody might not have a traditional family structure, but they're getting that love and support from a, you know, a family friend or a grandparent or, you know, somebody, some, some caretaker. But the point is that, you know, they have support and love around them. And so I think that confidence and that support growing up helps, helps kids to thrive. It builds that confidence. It builds um, it builds that structure that they need to go on and thrive in life. No doubt, no doubt. So I know you said the book was written in the form of, of poems. How many poems are like in the book within itself? It's like different stories, short stories, or just one long um, story? It's just one long poem, yeah. Okay, I got you, I got you. It's just like, yeah, like kind of like the Dr. Seuss format. <laughs> right, I got you, I got you. So I, I, yeah. see, I see in um in the book, I've seen a couple of pictures, you know, in the, um, the media kit I've seen. And, um, so is it based on like a, a black, a black girl growing up? Yeah, it's just a little black girl. She does not have, she does not necessarily have a name. I mean, okay. she represents several different people. I mean, she's, right. it's just basically, Hey, 
it starts off like when she's with her grandmother and and our grandmother sitting her down talking about child do you know how much you are loved Mm -hmm. do you know how much like you you know how unique you are like you're created you're fearfully and wonderfully made created by god you know um and so it just kind of goes through that and then you know talking about just appreciating her you know her brown skin or curly hair um and then you know she's in school and she's you know again it's just saying you can be anything you want to be um and it kind of lists out you know different occupations you can be a teacher you can be you know um a scientist or or whatever Mm um and it's it's funny because this book release is pretty timely because i mean um we just had you know the first woman of color named vice president-elect so you know this book is encouraging you know children to be they can be anything they want to be and you know we have a we have a good example that just happened you know with you know seeing um a a woman of color just in a high you know powerful position and and she's not the only one i mean it's it's we continue to see um women of color continue to thrive and, and show and be in key leadership positions and you know children they need to see that those images and especially see those images in books that encourage them to to explore you know different opportunities and get exposed to different opportunities no doubt yeah one thing i can add on to that is you know you know in america we always try to make it seem like we're, we all are one one i guess you know nationality you know american but you know at the same time man it's like we always gonna look at people that look like us like either whether you're you know, Hispanic or you're Asian, it's like, no matter how much you make it seem like we are all American, we all are one, we always going to try to find some inspiration from people that look like us. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? So whether you're a black girl and you want to do this and that, but you're looking for some inspiration, like, you know, how you mentioned Kamala Harris, you know, like people got to see that. It's like, you know, it's just hard for us certain people to picture themselves doing certain things and they don't they don't see pe- people like them doing it that's just how it is so it's like and we don't want to just say like we don't want to just put people in in different positions because they're just a certain color or whatever but if that person really is unique and great at what they do that'll be the great the, a good person for people to look at a role model for people to see that okay i, you, I did this you can do it too and i know what kamala harris is uh, i think her mother said that as far as, you know, it's okay to be the first, but it'll make sure you're not the last. So inspiring other people. Like it's, it's cool that you did it, but try to inspire more people to do what you do as well and know that they can do the same thing. And, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's been, I kind of can say that's what your book is doing. That's what you're trying to convey with your book and trying to let people know, especially like, you know, little black girls that they can be great. And no matter right. what people are saying about you in society, you know, you can do what you want in life. So definitely love exactly it. and yeah I, I mean like i said i target this book has obviously little uh, you know little brown girls the face um but again you know it, it's it's for all children um mm-hmm. young children um to, to have that you know positive message and it's funny because i was having this conversation the other day about exposure and i know for me like i um you know how like you're in school or you, you're kind of going through and, and the message is go to school, get a good education, get a good job. Right. But again, it's like, what is it that is, um, 
you know, what is it that you truly desire to do? Like, what is your purpose? What is, you know, what are you interested in? And sometimes, you know, we don't know that we, even, even we get to <laughs> older and we still don't know, but mm-hmm. it's also being surrounded by people and seeing other people in different positions and getting that exposure. Like, well, I didn't, I didn't even think that I could, you know, there's some kids out there might be thinking, I didn't even think I could be this, or I didn't even know what this was. Right. Um, and, you know, just, you know, having that support of, okay, here's, here's something different to think about, or here's, you know, getting them exposed to different um, different avenues um, that might pique their interest. And again, um, another way for them to, to develop and, and, um, and figure out their purpose in life. Right. I agree. Definitely agree with that. Um, so, you know, I know you have the book, so do you have any other books you plan on writing in the future? Like what, are, what's the plan after this? So I, I actually wrote a story about my nephew and okay. he's actually one of the reasons too, that I guess, not, I guess, but like he really just reading books to him mm-hmm. has, uh, really just inspired me as well. Cause again, you don't really see too many, I mean, it's becoming more prevalent now, but you don't really see too many, um, books that have, you know, representation of different cultures. I, I know when I was growing up, that, that wasn't the case, but, um, nowadays it's, it's more, um, more, more prevalent, but I see how he just engages and, and interacts, uh, with the books. Um, and how powerful they are. And I was talking about this um, as well. There's one book that is called, um, it was one of his favorite books called Waiting is Not Easy. Mm-hmm. And it's a little piggy and um, an elephant and very, you know, simple message, but powerful in the way that it was, you know, exposed in this book. And it's like, you know, the, you know, the piggy is like, oh, I have a surprise for you, but you're going to have to wait. And, you know, the, the, the elephant, I think, was like, you know, just being really impatient. And I was like, I can't wait any longer. You have to tell me. Like, he's just going on and on. Right. He's like, nope, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. And then he's like, is it big? Is it pretty? Like, he's trying to guess, like, what it is. And so it basically starts off, like, at, at the, you know, it's daytime. And at the end of the book, it's he's waiting until it gets dark so he can see all the beautiful stars in the sky. Mm-hmm. And so he's like... The elephant was like, wow, like, this is so pretty. He's like, I'm glad I waited. Like, like it was worth it, you know? Sometimes right. we go through life and we're, like, waiting for things and, you know, we're, like, impatient and want things to happen right away. But sometimes it's in, in due season, it's in due time, and then when you get it, it's like it was all worth it, right? And mm-hmm. maybe you learn something about yourself along the way. So I was like, man, this is a children's book. Right. <laughs> Hey man, this thing's speaking to me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I said, I need to get this book in, you know, as a reminder. So um I I think it's um you know, some of these some of these books, how they just, you know, also just speak to adults as well as they're reading it to their children. Um, so I so yes, my nephew is is an inspiration to me as well. And I have a little book um that I've written um for him that's about him. Um, it's, it's still kind of in the works. Um, I, but that would be the next thing that I put out. Um, it's about him. So I'm excited about that. (laughs) Okay. That's what's up. So, um, 
So, like, do you, uh, you know, I know you plan on writing more books, but, you know, let's say it gets, you know, bigger and, you know, you're getting people reading your stuff and, like, have you ever thought about, okay, maybe I can do, like, a cartoon? Like, I, the only reason I, me- I mentioned this because I've seen, um, it's like a cartoon with a black girl. I don't know if it ever came out yet, but it was, like, them talking about making a book based on a black family. It's supposed to air on Nickelodeon. But I don't know if it came out yet or not. But, like, was that something you, let's say the opportunity come, would you, like, be all, um, be looking forward to do something like that? Like a yeah, cartoon I mean, show? I'm open. I... Yeah, I'm open. However, the Lord leads me. I, right, right. I'm just this. Like I said, I never thought that I would be operating in this arena, and it's it's really a vulnerable process too. Because again, this is something that I wrote, and it's different when I, you you're writing something in your journal or you're writing something for yourself, and but then when you put it out there for everybody, it's like. Ah, like I got to the end of the process and they were like, okay, now I'm gonna, you know, put it out there. And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I got the, this is for a purpose. And again, it's beyond me. So, um, yes, if there's any ways that I can be involved, that's going to help produce positive messages and, um, help encourage young kids. I'm, I'm for it. Okay, cool, cool. So, in your book, I see you have some, you know, some good illustrations. Um, like, who helped you create the the pictures within your book when you was writing it? Yeah, so um, the publishing company is called Lift Bridge Publishing. Okay. Um, and they work with um, illustrators, and um, we had several illustrators that I kind of told them what the concept was, um, you know, what I was looking for for each, um, you know, stanza, and they you know, sent the illustrations back. And that's honestly the longest part of the process is mm-hmm. getting the illustrations together. Cause I mean, there's, and depending on how nitpicky you can be, which I was, I kind of got <laughs> way into the weeds. Right. Like, I don't <laughs> like know, that. That, that drives me longer because I'm like, Oh, change this about her hair or do that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. Um, the, um, illustrations were done by, um, uh, with Lithbridge publishing. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so oh, this is a question I wanted to ask you too. So I'm assuming you don't have any kids of your own, right? I don't. Okay. Um, but do you plan on? Do you? <laughs> I don't would you have like to have kids right one day? Now. I do desire the kids, uh, but I have yeah. I just have my nephew and I have um, some godchildren. So, but none for my own right now. So like, do you have a like? certain number of kids like some people be like oh, i want a girl and a boy i want two girls blah 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 like have you ever thought about that or just i'm just whenever it comes that's when they, i'll think about that <laughs> now you're hitting on a sensitive topic right now but, um <laughs> yes I, I do um actually so when i was younger i said i wanted to have five kids mm-hmm. and um i just knew i was gonna have twins actually i still think that I am going to have twins. Matter of fact, several people have even said that to me and it runs in my family. But, um, I, I said I was going to have twins and then, you know, just all these kids. But now that I've gotten a little bit older, it's like, I, you know, I got to get through this first one and see uh, how, how you know, my body, make sure I'm all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, um, I think if I have one or two now, you know, or maybe I'll have more than that, whatever. I, I'm open. <laughs> right. Right. 
Okay, that's cool. Um, so the book. So where can people get the book? Um, can they get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble? Like where can they go? Yeah. So uh, um, the book actually re- releases on December first, okay. um, and it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble online. So um, actually, people can go out today and actually get you know pre order it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again. December 1st is on Tuesday. So right around the corner, they can get it as well. Um, I actually have um, copies that I've ordered for my, you know, for myself too, that I can sell. So um, people can get it directly from me. Um, I do have social media um, that people can also follow. It's um, on Facebook. It's author underscore Tanya, Mm T-A-N-Y-A underscore Terry, T-E-R-R-Y. Um, and actually that's for Facebook and, um, Instagram. So yeah, people can find me and how people can get the book. And just, again, I encourage people just, if they have children or young children, again, the target age is around 10 and under, but, Mm -hmm. um, for those that have kids that just want to have a positive message, um, for them to read, um, or they want to get for a kid, um, they, you know, that, there's a friend or, you know, a child that they know that they want to pour into, just support it. Um, it's a good message and I'm, I'm really excited about it. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I'm excited too for you. Um, I know it'd be like a, you know, a great Christmas present for it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'm, you yeah, know, cause when, when it comes to Christmas, it seems like it's all about toys, 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 but you know, a book, you know, I mean, I don't know how many parents might've thought about, you know, getting books, and I know, you know, it might not be cool for some kids to read books. I don't know. I don't know how it is these days, but, you know, that would be a great present, you know, um, to the parents out there that's listening, looking for a gift for Christmas, you know, go ahead and get Tanya's book. You know, if you got a kid that's 10 and under, you know, go ahead and make that purchase. Um, but yeah, so I just got a couple of questions left before we, before I let you go. Um, so, you know, you're, I guess, I don't know if you, consider yourself an entrepreneur or not but you know you're doing your own thing with your books and everything so you have you know if you had one piece of advice you can give to someone that was like you that maybe had something they wanted to do but kind of are hesitant about doing it or just want to hop into entrepreneurship what would you tell them i would just say you know if you have something on your heart or you're wanting to explore different avenues just get out there and, and just put yourself out there. It's, it's a vulnerable process and it's in a lot of ways scary, but, um, I went through that with this process, trust and believe, uh, Mm -hmm. I went through all kinds of emotions and, you know, at the end of the day, if it's laid on your heart, if it's given to you, if you feel passionate about it, put it out there. And, you know, it's, it's, Maybe not everybody will receive it, but, you know, it messages for somebody, your purpose, your, your passion is purpose for someone, um, or a group of people, like however it is, it's, it's, it's there for a reason. It's in your heart for a reason. So don't be afraid to just, again, push past the fear and and, and the doubt and the vulnerability and just, and do it. And you never know what could be on the other side of that. You know, um, you just, you never know until you try it. And guess what? Um, I've I pushed past my um, uh, my fears and, and did this, and it's been well received. And I, you know, so many people have been just pouring their support and 
love for the project. Um, and I'm just, I'm just very humbled and grateful for, for that. So, um, yeah, if there's, and if there's anything, um, you know, that's laid on your heart as far as you don't know how to do it. Um, you know, even reach out to me. Uh, I don't have all the answers, but I can help get, lead you and guide you in the right direction. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know some people that can just help, you know, so don't be afraid to ask questions or just kind of do something different. Um, and, uh, yeah, just whatever's just led on your heart. Just don't be afraid to do it. Awesome, man. Definitely agree with that. Um, so this is my last question before I let you go. Um, this is a question that I ask all my guests and I know it's like a, it's a broad question, but you know, it's kind of related to what you do now. Um, so my podcast is called a caption world podcast. And my question to you is how do you plan to capture the world? And basically you can base it off what you are kind of doing right now. How do you plan to capture the world doing that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this book is a part of it. Um, And, you know, capturing the world starts um, in a lot of ways with our young people and how that, you know, generations um, mindsets are, you know, going forward. There's a lot of um, just in this country right now. I mean, we've seen it this year with COVID just from the racial, um, you know, discriminations that we've seen out here. to the election, like it's just been a lot of dissension going on, but there's also been a lot of good things. And I think those positive messages and images need to be uh, portrayed more and especially more in our young kids. So um, I think, you know, as we, as this younger generations continues to grow and thrive, um, I'm hoping that this book will be, um, you know, have an impact and just again spreading some good messages and good and good um good uh, yeah good messages um to our young children cool cool that's great that's awesome so december 1st is, is when the book is going to drop like i said before to all of our people listening make sure you make that purchase if you think it's a you know if you have kids or you have any nieces and nephews that can benefit from this book you know, feel free to make the purchase on December 1st on Amazon and Barnes and Noble online. And, um, Sonya, it's been a great convo with you. And, um, like yes. I said before, much success to what you got going on. Don't stop. You know, you got the first book out, go ahead and get that second book out. And then before you know, you have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine books out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, you know, congrats to what you got going on. I, I wish you the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and this is your host, David Carmichael the second. And this is another episode of the Caption World Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. And we see y'all on the next episode. You have a good one. Peace. <laughs>